Hi, everybody, and welcome to Weekday Chat. Today, we're going to reflect on Sunday's message. We're going to deal with faith and its role in our lives and how we think through our faith in a reasonable and rational way. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you in your journey with Christ. Today's podcast comes from our midweek social media broadcast called Weekday Chat. You can tune in live with us on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining in with us today. This is Riley, and I'm Steve, and we like these few moments just to uh, talk out loud about matters of faith and our our wrestling with faith, and sometimes we do wrestle in faith, right? Mm. Uh, Even with us, uh, faith doesn't always come easily. We have questions, and we have things that we wonder about, and we scratch our heads about. So uh, this past Sunday, we were in John chapter 6, and the beginning of the chapter is uh, just this wonderful and beautiful setting of upward to 15,000 people that are gathered by the sea, and uh, Jesus is teaching all day. In fact, somebody wrote me later and said, how in the world could Jesus teach 15,000 people? And I thought it was a good question. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to uh, uh, put kind of flesh on the events of Scripture, right? Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, first of all, there's a natural amphitheater by the sea, the voice carries. But I can imagine Jesus walking through the crowd, and I doubt everybody heard every word he taught. Mm-hmm. And there were kids needing to go to the bathroom, and adults having to go to the bathroom somewhere. So there probably was a lot of movement and things like that. Just a natural day hanging out with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus, I love this scene uh, that he ends up feeding them all. And they realize they're hungry. And one of the reasons I love it is because it's the way Jesus just gets involved with human affairs. This wasn't a life or death situation. It wasn't dramatic. Nobody was dying. Nobody, you know, there no evidence, at least, that there was healing, although there, that might have happened that day. Um, it's just Jesus caring for people and caring for the crowd. They, he could have easily said, why don't you, it's time for you all go home, get something to eat. <laughs> Instead, he miraculously feeds this crowd with this small lunch. Out of that, the people the next day, they want another miracle. Uh, Jesus, do something else. And he said, you know, you're only, you're only looking at me because you want me to do something for you. Mm. And I want you to want me, he's basically saying. And they start bragging about how Moses fed them in the wilderness and all that. And Jesus said, no, I'm, I'm the bread. I'm the bread of life, right? Mm-hmm. Which carries us to this idea, Riley, that... Our faith is a, is a faith that has substance to it. It's not just a feeling faith. Feeling is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But it also is a thinking faith. We think through our faith. So would you talk about that a little bit? What's it even mean when, when, we, when we, Jesus teaches and then we have to think through the faith process? Sure, sure. So I, I think that, you know, when you follow Jesus, there's a lot of tension. Yes. You know, there, there are definitely some absolute truths, some things that we should and shouldn't do, some things that we need to believe, but there's a lot of secondary issues too, and there's a lot of wisdom involved in how to deal with those situations. And I think that, you know, this balance between faith and reason is just one of those tensions. Sure. So, you know, these people in this story, they're wanting to see a miracle. 
oh, Jesus, show us a miracle. Um, and, you know, he's just saying like, I mean, you just, you, you want all this stuff from him, like you're saying right. it. And I, I'd say that's a, that's a faith perspective. You know, they are a 100% faith expect- perspective. Like when they see D- Jesus do something great, then they'll believe in him. But if yes. he stops doing those miracles, they're yes. not going to want anything to do yes. with him. And I think that that translates to our lives today because, you know, there are some people who, you know, the way they follow Jesus is very faith oriented. You know, when he's doing great stuff for him, when he's providing for him, when their life's going well, but they're following him and they're on fire. But then when things get tough, when they don't right. see those miracles, so to say, then they start to slip up a little bit. And I, so that's where reason is important. Yes. You know, when, when you have a situation in your life where there's just something that you don't understand, you know, why is my life going this way? Um, it's important to have that reasonable faith to know, oh, God is always good. He's yes. always going to provide yes. for me, even if it's not happening right now. And I think the other side of that is, you know, if you're a super intellectual person and you only have reason, then what happens when your intellect isn't enough? Mm-hmm. What happens when you find a problem that you can't solve or come across a question about God or the yes. Bible that that doesn't make sense given the information right. they have? In that situation, if you don't have any faith, that's really going to Yeah, like I mentioned them. Sunday, that, that sometimes this, this – um, it's so easy to believe. Sometimes it isn't. You know, what what happens when when things aren't exactly like we want them? How God's not behaving like we should? Mm-hmm. And the, the tension is like what you were suggesting there is that if it's primarily intellectual, there are times when theologically we get it, but practically speaking, mm. our hearts haven't caught up with yeah, our theology, that's a good point. right? Yeah. Our feelings aren't there, and that's why we need a faith that is 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 very the very foundation yep. of our lives, right? Yep. There's a lot of theologians who know more about the Bible than you and I ever could. Sure. But they don't follow Jesus. They have no faith. They don't even believe in God. That is so true. And, and yeah, isn't that's it? a perfect example. Yes. So we start with we start with the reason. You know, when Paul was in um, so many times in the book of Acts, we see him in synagogues and uh, rental halls, and he. it says he reasoned with them in the synagogues, right? He reasoned. In other words, he was relating to our capacity to think through. Mm-hmm. So we think through the rationality of Christianity, the eyewitness accounts, the, the, the fact that he appeared to 500 people as a resurrected Lord at once. And the whole Mediterranean area uh, is turned upside down. And if Jesus, if this was made up, I mean, there, there's no way this, this he would have been a laughingstock. Yeah. But if ten to fifteen thousand people there, this was true, and it would have somehow it would have been annihilated, and it mm-hmm. wasn't, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, how how in the American church today, it just seems like I don't know your experience. My experience is that that we all have this tendency to feel our way through faith, mm-hmm. just to um, – uh, we, we say the good things. I was, I was meeting with some, some, a couple of guys recently, and I, I just said, well, what, what about faith? What do you think faith is? They said, it was kind of like good magic. 
<laughs> well, let's start. Let's uh, go back. Let's uh, let's start talking about what real faith is. Huh. And uh, you know, it's something. Faith is real to us, mm-hmm. but it's not a blind faith. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say today. It's not. And somebody years ago said it, they illustrated it like you're on this mountain trek. And you're sort of lost, and there's a there's a, a a fog or a mist that's set in, and this one guy over here who's on your group says, "I know, I think if we go that way, we'll find our way down the mountain," you know. And the other guy says, "Look, I know these mountains. I've led groups in this mountain for 20 years. I know if we will just go over this right here, if you'll trust me." If you just would jump down eight feet, there's a ledge down there, mm. and then we'll be on our way. Now, who are you going to believe? Well, I'm going to believe the guy who knows the mountains for 20 years, right? <laughs> it's not a blind faith. It's, it's trust in the one who knows. And Jesus is the one who leads the way. Yeah. And um, all the evidence points to the reality that he is who he says he is. And that's what he's trying to say in John 6. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm the miracle. That's yeah. what we're saying Sunday. All right? Yeah, absolutely. So what's the challenge for American church? I think one of the challenges for the American church is, you know, we all follow Jesus. Yes. But for many of us, there's this person that we look to to teach us about Jesus. Yes. A preacher, you know, whoever that is. And I think a thing that's really, really important for all of us to ask ourselves is, you know, who is that person we're looking to for wisdom? You know, it's so sad. So many of the people that end up on TV or, you know, the Christians they interview. Be careful. Be careful. Well, (laughs) I'll just show my cards. I won't name any names. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of the people that end up becoming very famous, a lot of times, in my opinion, they're saying what people want to hear. Gospel light. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Or, you know, like we were talking about earlier, maybe there's some type of supposed miracle involved and that attracts people. And I think what we've got to think through is, you know, who are the people that are really thinking things through? Who are the people that are living their lives to model after Jesus? So I think that's one of the biggest challenges that the American church has. Unfortunately, we almost have too much information. Um, There's too many places to go to look, to learn about this stuff, and because of that, a lot of this stuff out there just isn't great information. Yeah, and you have to be willing to apply your mind to your faith, right? Yeah. There, yeah. there has to be a willingness to do it. We want to grow in our faith. But I, our, real ahead. quick, I think a piece of that is, you know, it's okay to learn from other people. Yes. But like you just said, we have to apply our own minds. Right. You know, we can listen to these people all the time. You know, I mean, there's people I follow on YouTube that I love. Um but if we're not reading the Bible on our own, if so, if we're not making this personal, then I think that's part of where problem. Who is, who is one person that you learn from? Um, there's a person that I really like. <laughs> this is going to show how much of a nerd I am. <laughs> um, he, he just goes by the name Al Fadi. He, okay. He's a Muslim background believer, um, wow. Christian guy. And he's really into apologetics, um, talks a lot about the gospel, a lot about, 
you know, different reasons to believe, because that's kind of Great. how he came to faith was, okay. you know, comparing the Quran to the Bible. And um, so I really like his But he, cha- he challenges your he thinking. He does. Yeah, he does. We all need teachers. You're yeah. right. We all need teachers. You know, Tim Keller is one that I love yeah. to read. He challenges my thinking. Always C.S. Lewis. I can't get enough of him and the way mm-hmm. he thinks. Eugene Peterson is another one for me I look to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm just so thankful. My, our point is... Uh, we just have to keep applying ourselves to, mm. and not be afraid to think and be challenged. Yeah. And sometimes we want to go for an easy, casual faith, and we're just not going to be very well grounded uh, for the journey. So, um, And that's why in our particular church, we have established Equip You. Yeah. So people will know what they believe, why they believe. And if you're part of our family, our church family, and haven't done that, give it a chance. Is it hard? Yes. Will it challenge you? <laughs> yes. Is it demanding? Yes. Um, but it will it, it will be a great discipline, and I think it will spur spur us on together to be better students. So, anyway, don't don't be afraid mm-hmm. of the intellectual part of our faith. That's what we're yeah. trying to say. Yeah. And the more you can get, let yourself live there. It, it's mm-hmm. just going to give you a more solid faith through all of life. I, I like um, I've said and many times, and maybe I've said it on weekday chat before. These painted signs are where Christ is the answer. I'd rather it say uh, Christ is enough when the answers don't come. Yeah. And sometimes the answers aren't easy, right? But when you know Him, He establishes you, and that's why we need to know and be rooted in the truth of God. So uh, this week, um, Luke's going to be preaching, and he just had a baby too. Oh, I'm, and so, I'm surprised and, he's going to be. Yeah, up there. yeah, I tried to talk him out of it, but he already had the message written, and he wants really yeah. wants to preach it. It's chapter seven, which is um, another cha- a chapter that challenges us about the identity of Jesus. Jesus is either Lord or liar or lunatic. That's the challenge for us. So I hope you join us. Um, God bless you. We hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening today. It's our desire to help you grow as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church, would like to attend an online service, or plan an in-person visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you'd like to receive our podcast directly to your device, we encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.